Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, your host of Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. In this podcast, we'll tackle some of your toughest real estate questions. Each episode will provide you with detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing realtors today. Thank you for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Ask a Coach. And this is our podcast where we talk to leaders in our industry who are doing some really unique things, some great strategies, building great customer satisfaction. And today we're going to be talking about builders. And I'm so excited because I have Stevie Raff with us. Stevie, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And for our listeners, real quick, just to let you know who Stevie is, Stevie has been in the real estate sector for 11 years as a real estate agent. But more importantly, uh, seven of those years, uh, she works with builders of all different sizes. And for five years, with one of the number one uh, biggest builders in Idaho, building more homes than any other builder there. And she works out of the Boise uh, market. Uh, Stevie, thanks for being here. You bet. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Stevie, one of the things we find that's going on right now in our industry is that uh, we have record low inventory. Um, and to create more inventory, I mean, we only have so many resales that are going to go on. And with interest rates being where they are, we know we actually have a lot of people who are currently living in homes, but they have very low interest rates because they either refinance or they bought during the low interest rate times. And so if I want to do resale normal real estate, right, I've got to go get somebody to move out of their house and go buy another house. So one of the things we're looking at is how do we work more with builders where we're in new construction? Right. And there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think and I, as we were prepping for this call, you said that there's a lot of agents that want to do new construction, but they're not really sure where to start or how to get involved. So I think that's, totally. one, of things, that's one of the things today we were going to talk about. So um, tell me a little bit about how is it working with builders? How is that different than your everyday kind of real estate, normal residential uh, business? I mean, just kind of give us kind of the lay of land, if you will. Yeah. So it's, I mean, honestly, it's completely different, right? Like working in the new construction arena poses a completely new set of challenges, good and bad, um, than just your regular resale transaction, right? Like the required skill set is so much different um, and can even vary builder to builder, right? Because not every builder um, has the same business practices, run the same process. Um, So we have to think about things um, in, in order to best represent builders, we're going to have to have a really good understanding of their specific business practices, um, their construction process, their floor plans, their design options, and so on. So the other aspect of that is that you are now working with a client, your seller client, that's very savvy. And so their needs as a seller are totally different. And so going in, um, really understanding what those needs are and what builders really want to get out of transactions is super duper important. Well, and I also think you have, uh, in addition to just doing a resale, don't you also, you have now have a product and that product in some cases isn't built yet. And there's a lot of options with that product, right? Correct. 
Yeah. Yep. And you, you really have a learning curve in just understanding how a builder works, you know, what their products are um, and all of those things. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So how, so like, let's say I want to get into this. I want to start doing this. So I'm okay. I want to get into new construction. So how do I find, how do I find builders, uh, you know, and what are some of the challenges that you have to overcome in order to making that happen? Yeah. So that's a big deal, right? Because how do we kind of move into new construction is by the same way that we, you know, get real estate transactions and that's by building relationships first and foremost. Um, building relationships with builders can be a lot more challenging because there is, you know, a lot of real estate brokers in the market that are constantly beating down their door saying, hey, can I represent you in this development? Hey, can I represent these spec homes that you built? Um, and the truth is, is that most real estate agents go into this saying, I'm a licensed real estate agent. Why wouldn't they work with me? Right. And the reason that they aren't going to, and they're not going to choose you is because you don't come in prepared and you don't anticipate the needs of a builder as opposed to of like the needs of a seller in a regular right. real estate transaction. Yep. And so there's a lot of different ways that I've had success myself in meeting builders. Um, some of those are like shamelessly, walking through new uh, construction communities and asking questions, popping into sales centers, um, you know, getting to know and understand what products are out there. Um, you know, also uh, joining your builder contractor associations. Yeah. Like here, our big one is our Southwest uh, Building Contractors Association. And they are the ones that put on the parade of homes and um, things like that. But they have monthly meetings. They do like a breakfast with the builder type of events. So I go to all of that kind of stuff because that does help me not only allow them to be familiar with me, but also uh, just get to know them and um, to, to build those relationships. But I know... Um, a lot of other agents that will join architectural design committees, um, urban planning meetings. I mean, I will go yeah. uh, to all kinds of various planning and zoning meetings in my county um, to be able to just put my face out there to understand new construction and even, you know, some of the county and city ordinances and laws that come into play with that kind of stuff, because that helps me better represent my builder clients. So those are some of the big ways, but even just popping into open houses and model homes on a weekend um, can be a really great way to, to kind of connect. So what, yep. what's your channel for like finding about these, these meetings or these planning sessions or associations? Is there certain places you go to find that information or how do you, how do you, how do you unearth that? So to speak? Yeah, totally. So most of the counties will post, it's all public information. So if your county has a, well, I'm pretty sure they all do, they will have a planning and zoning website. And on there, they will host, uh, they will post all of their meetings for that month, typically at the beginning of the month. And you can actually typically see what's on the docket. So if there's a builder that you really want to work with, it might be worth going and popping your head in just to kind of understand, hey, where is this development at in the process? Um, it might help you get in front of the builder. It might help you be able to at least introduce yourself. Um, but honestly, it's all great education. Going to these meetings does help you kind of understand what these builders and developers go through, how long the process takes, what are the steps in the process, because that can be a really, really great value add to especially new or small builders later on. Right. 
And what, and here's a question. So, so what's in your toolbox, right? So if I was a builder and I was interviewing, let's say you and somebody else, what's going to be in your toolbox, so to speak, that you're going to bring to the table that's going to really entice a builder to say, no, you're the person that I want to work with. What, what are some of those things? I think that's the magic question, Michael. I think that, you know, more than just getting out and building relationships with builders and knowing and understanding new construction, I think one of the biggest components is if you get a meeting, you've got to be prepared. And one of the things that I hear from a lot of my builder friends and some of my builder clients is that they have a ton of real estate brokers that come to them on the daily wanting to represent them, but really what they bring isn't what a builder needs and looks for. So when I coach agents and when I, you know, even in my own team meetings, we talk a lot about the three M's and those are margin, marketing, and magic. So as we know in real estate, like, and especially in the new construction arena, these builders are worried about margin. Yeah. So, so, they, so for our listeners real quick, let's explain yeah. margin. And I think, and Matthew Gardner does a great way of explaining this um, and I'll, I'll get your take on it, but he says, take a bucket, builder takes a bucket and the builder says, here's what it costs to build the house, right? Here's what it costs for the land. Uh, here's what uh, we have to sell it for to make our profit. And then they spin that bucket around and they come up with, there's our price, right? And, exactly. and, and so, and if, so if there's not a margin in there for them, then it's not advantageous for them to move forward with that bill. I mean, I mean, that, that's how Matthew explained it. You can, you can put more more precision to it if you have a different model. Absolutely. I mean, the margin is just their ability to generate revenue um, after all their expenses at the end of a transaction. And what I usually find that agents will come in and, and work with builders at maybe a one or a one and a half percent type of commission, but you don't have to discount your commission. What you, you need to do is you need to add value. Mm -hmm. um, and part of the way that I do that in my nurturing process with these builders is that if I can bring them incredible value on land deals, if I can bring them, you know, off market land deals, if I can send them market stats consistently so that they know and understand what's going on in the market, all of right. these things are so valuable to builders because they don't have access to our MLS. Um, right. They don't have access to, you know, a lot of the things that we do. And so those are definitely ways that we can really nurture those builders that we want to work with and provide value for them. Um, yeah, I, and I know one of uh, one of our coaches, because the other thing I didn't mention is uh, Stevie's one of our coaches when we're coaching. Our other coach is Doug Simcock, who has a longstanding relationship with Hayden Homes. And that was one of the ways that he was able to kind of connect with Hayden Homes was he brought uh, a land acquisition to Hayden. And that started that really long relationship. So um, that, that's a great one. And so talk to me about the, the second M, which is marketing. What's, what, are, what are the tools there? I mean, what are they looking for when it comes to marketing? Yeah, so marketing is huge um, for these builders because depending on the type of builder that you're looking for, most builders that don't have an in-house sales department or you know commissioned or salary salespeople on staff, they don't typically have a good marketing plan. It's not their strong suit. They bring on agents to do the marketing for them. So as opposed to, you know, residential real estate that's maybe resale, new construction has a very, very different need for marketing. Um, and a lot of that is to be able to push it out to people that A, are either relocating to the area, um, you know, B, kind of our, our 
upgrade clients, right? People that need something bigger, they need more land, whatever that is. And so your marketing plan should, um, should reflect all of those things when you're talking about new construction. We know that in, you know, regular, a regular real estate transaction, we have marketing in regards to MLS. We have marketing in regards to, you know, we may throw it out on social media, um, but really the need for new construction is so much bigger than that. So knowing and understanding what those needs are for A, that specific builder and B, for your market specifically is really, really important. So when I go to meet with a builder, I'm going to touch on all three of these M's. Um, you'll notice when you talk about margin, their ears will perk up because that's probably the number one um, thing that they um, are thinking about in that moment. Marketing coming in with a, a game-changing marketing plan can be make or break you know, that relationship with that builder. Um, and then the third M is magic. You've got to be different. You've got to differentiate yourself from the 14 other, you know, real estate brokers that they've talked to this week. And the way that I do that is that I create a killer presentation that goes through everything that your builder is going to want to know. What's your sales process? What's your marketing strategy? And part of that is a lot of education. You need to kind of understand their business process before you can bring something tailored to them. But I want to put it into a nice presentation. I want to give them all of the information that they're looking for, and I want to put a bow on it. And it's going to look amazing when I get there. It's going to show off my ability to market. It's going to show off uh, my professionalism and um, who I am as a person, let them get to know me. Um, so I'm going to bring the magic also. I think that you know meeting with builder clients You've got to bring your A game. Yeah. Do you have any tips uh, for like, you know, I, a lot of times, so we do pre-listing interviews if I'm going to sell a house, right? Where I'm, I'm doing a listing a pre, and when we're trying to identify pain and pleasure. Do you have a process with builders before you're actually going to go in and have your consultation where you actually go through and you identify? Kind of give us, shed some light on that. Absolutely. So the first thing that I do when I've got a meeting with a builder is I'm going to educate myself. I am going to be the super stalker of the century. By the time I go and meet them, I am going to know their products. I'm going to have, if possible, I'm going to have, you know, toured some of their spec homes. I'm going to have come to their open houses. I'm going to have scoured their website. I know about the builder. I know the product that they build. Um, I'm going to know where their sales centers are. I'm going to visit construction sites. I'm going to do everything that I can to be educated in that meeting. They're going to want to know that you've done your homework and that you know and understand what the product is. It's not simple to go in and try to say, hey, I'm going to be the very best person to represent you in selling this product if you don't really know what the product is. Right. So that's a big deal. Um, also understanding your business model as a new construction agent or team. So knowing and understanding what your marketing strategy is, how many dollars um, per month that means. Some builders do their own signage. Some builders do not. Some builders have the real estate team take care of signage. So having a really, really laid out marketing plan and strategy is super important as well. They're going to want to know what are you doing to get the word out about them to out-of-state buyers? What are you doing to get the word out about them online? What does that marketing look like? So I always, when I create my presentation, I will also bring examples of whether I'm doing mass mail marketing, whether I'm doing, um, you know, some targeted marketing via, you know, AdWords or Google or whatever that is. I'm going to bring all of that with me so that they can see what that looks like. 
I'll also maybe create a mock landing page that they can go to um, that has some information about their homes. They love that. That's a great touch. So I'm going to go in kind of all knowing about them and their product. Yeah. Well, and then one of the things too, is I think, um, you know, when going back to the marketing piece is that sometimes there's, you know, they have a product and if they don't have a, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the model or what do you, you call their sales, their sales location where they have it? Yeah. Like, like a sales center. You've got, model. To help, you've got to create, help create that vision for the buyers, right? Absolutely. Yep. And you can do that certainly by showing um, examples of, you know, here's some photography that we've done. Here's some cool drone video that we've done um, of other developments or other homes um, to give them an idea of what your marketing looks like. I think that's a really, really big, big deal that a lot of people don't do is yeah. kind of come in with this presentation right. uh, on how you can best represent them. And then just knowing and understanding what their needs are, asking a lot of questions in regards to their business process is really important as well. How open have you found that builders are before, I mean, if you, if you set an appointment to give you some time on the phone, just for you to kind of do some pre-work? You know, I think that there's kind of a, an interesting dynamic and stigma between builders and realtors, right? It's kind of the age old, you know, builders don't like realtors. And I don't think that that's true, but I do think that there's definitely a, a fear of kind of that sales process that happens. And here's what I know is that it does, it's, it's a long game. Developing relationships with builders and or developers is a long game. Um, we've got to be able to nurture them in a way that provides value. And that's not always easy, you know, sending them, um, you know, your monthly, you know, area stats isn't going to do it. We've got to nurture them in a way that is a little bit more tailored to their needs. Right. And that's when I talked about, you know, constantly sending, um, you know, land stuff. Um, I think that that's a big deal because what we know about builders is that they're always looking for land to acquire. And so if you can be the source of information for them, that's going to go a long way. Yeah. Well, and it's been my experience in the, in the very little that I did early in my career was that I found that many times it was, it was like the, the builders felt that they were in the power position and they thought that the real estate agent was in the need position. And so, uh, finding tactics and strategies to, sh to switch that, right? To put yeah. them in, hey, I need you so that I became in demand, right? Uh, and not on demand for them. What are some things that you found that makes that work where it's like a power shift, if you will? Yeah, so I think just in general, I mean, knowing your stuff, right? Like being educated about the market because here's what builders will do when they're trying to get to know you. They're gonna ask about the market. They're gonna ask about your own business. Um, and being able to show that you're not only educated in new construction, um, but also being able to show that you know and understand the market and how all of these different statistics in our market affect new construction. And so one thing that I do in my nurturing process, so I will go back to say I nurture and set up builders that I want to work with on a nurturing schedule, just like I do my real estate clients, just like I do with buyers and sellers. It just looks a little bit differently. Um, but I do create a monthly newsletter that I send out to all my builder prospects um, that goes through new construction stats, um, you know, information about um, our market and things like that. So like I said, just going back to providing that value, but also being the source of information. You want to be knowledgeable. You want to show that you're knowledgeable and being able to give them the information that they're looking for.
Well, and as you talk about this, I think about Ninja and I think about our coaching and we talk about the five points of value and we talk about a value clarification question. And I think um, one of the things that is helpful is if I was working with the builders, you know, hey, uh, to the builders, do you believe your homes will sell for a set price? Or do you believe there's a range of value based on my ability to market your property, to educate you on where the market is, to help you manage the transactions from the beginning to the finish? And then after the fact, take care of those people who moved into your you know, and here, would you like to see how that all works? Um, because I think that a lot of times, you know, they think that one size fits all. And so really boiling it down, and for the people that are listening that have been ninjas, if you know about the five points of value clarification, it's taking a lot of stuff what Stevie said, and then rolling that into a dialogue that's based around more for the builders, understanding what she just said when it comes to margin, marketing, and magic, to say, you know what, hey, let's do a power shift here to where now I'm demonstrating that I can help you sell at the top of the range. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's really what really they want to hear. Point. Right. That's exactly what they want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because, you know, every builder is, you know, worried about the margin, especially kind of in the in the market that we're seeing right now where, you know, things are slowing down a little bit. And new construction, certainly in most markets, is also slowing down. And, you know, we're not seeing as much building. Um, and so being able to provide them that value is so incredibly important. And part of that, too, is just doing your homework, right? Not only knowing about this specific builder, but also shopping competition. That's a huge part of this too, is knowing and understanding the market competition that's out there. What other builders are building, especially in the area of said development that you want to work in? What does the pricing look like? What does the product look like? And being able to talk to that, because what I do know is that builders are really, really great at building homes, but they're not typically great at the sales process. They're not usually great at the marketing. They're not usually great at knowing and understanding the competition. So those are all things that we can bring to them that they find value in. And let's face it, most realtors that come to try to work with builders think that I'm licensed. Why wouldn't you hire me? Yeah. Why would you hire and, me? Exactly. And it's just not that easy. Right. Well, and, and the, the last little point I want to make here is also you you had said that uh, when you're working with new construction, it can also set you up, uh, set up business uh, for the future business, right? In terms of your resale business. kind of Absolutely. Yeah. So I, you know, kind of talked to this idea of it being this amazing free lead generator, because here's what I know about working in new construction is that based on your marketing efforts, you're always going to have traffic in new construction. People will and always are interested in either building a home that they get to choose everything and that they love or just moving into a brand new home. Um, and so there's a lot of opportunity to grab those leads and be able to help them elsewhere. And another thing that I will say is that a lot of times with builders, buyers will come in without an outside agent and they primarily work with the builder through the transaction, but that gives you an opportunity. If you can't meet their needs through this specific builder, that gives you an opportunity to either sell them something else, another builder, another community, maybe it's resale, but it also gives you incredible opportunities to uh, get listing appointments as well. Right. Now um, in those scenarios where you're working with the builders and if you're, if you're representing those buyers, then it also allows you to load them into your database and then they become your future, you know, here's a property review. Sure it does. And yeah. a referral source, right? 
It absolutely does. And one thing that I will kind of throw out there as a great um, opportunity to lead generate is I think the amount of people that come in and work with new construction builders that don't have an agent is so big that something really valuable to do is go back to these new construction communities five to seven years later when we know people are going to be moving up, maybe they're downsizing, whatever that is, and start farming those neighborhoods because we know that a lot of those didn't have an agent to begin with. You can start developing relationships with them before they get ready to move. Um, so it's a win-win really when you think about you know new construction as a lead generator. Well, I will tell you just from my experience uh, within the family of people that are buying, had bought new construction, is that they were kind of left at the closing table. I believe it. So, so you know, they is all all really working great. We're going to, I'm representing the buyer. We're going to represent you. And then they buy the house, new construction, and then it's crickets. Yep. Right? I believe that. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if they, you know, work specifically with the builder because yep. the builder is not going to continue to nurture them and, or, you know, try to sell them something later or try to, you know, sell them something bigger or smaller later. Um, that's up to us. Yeah. And so those can be great opportunities to go and do some farming and develop relationships um, with people that may be looking for a move up. So what I learned from talking with you about this is number one, the best place to go find builders is to get involved in the associations and the planning committees and the place where builders are visit their sites, get out there, face-to-face -face contact, be uh, interested, not interesting. I think that's a big one, right? It's not all about, look how great I am. I'm a real estate agent, hire me. It's, hey, I'm interested in you and here's how I think I can help you do a better job at marketing your properties. Understand that they are need to make a margin. They're creating a product that they need to make money on. They can't lose money on this because they'll go out of business. So how are you helping them understand that? Do you have a marketing strategy specifically because they're not great at it that you can help them and show them how you can have greater exposure to their house and then bring the magic is kind of, okay, here's how this is all packaged together and I've done my homework and I understand your product. I understand the area. I understand the market. I understand the dynamics and I have the ability to help you to uh, continue on. And if you have more developments, we're going to go through this process all over again, correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And one other note I kind of want to add in there is one of the things that I hear from the builders I work with a lot is they'll hire an agent or an agent team on and they'll say, you know, I really didn't understand the disconnect between having new construction knowledge and experience and not because that's a big deal to builders too, um, because they want to know that you can alleviate concerns without having to go to them every time. Yeah. Um, so during the new construction process, a lot of things come up. There's a lot of emotions, right? It's a, it's a very highly stressful um, buying process. And so having even just a little bit of knowledge about how construction works and the process of construction is going to be really important to them too. Well, and I know I was talking with Doug and, you know, he's building a new house and, uh, you know, you get the land and then you've got to get permits and then you got to go through the city. And I mean, there's a lot of other, I mean, this isn't a home that's been built that's already set and it's got title and somebody's been living it for a while. I mean, this is a brand new construction site where there's things that are going on and maybe the builder missed it or didn't get it filed in time. And now you've got an upset client and it's also having, from what I can tell, really great people skills. Very good. Yep. And then just having that general understanding of how the process works. And you brought up a good point. I mean, Going to those planning and zoning meetings helps you understand how the permitting process works. How long does it 
take. Um, those are all really important things for a builder to know that you're knowledgeable about. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, any anything else that comes to light for you in terms of just helping people understand? So uh, kind of to get started, one, I would think is if it's something that you're interested in, one of the best things they can do is they can reach out to you and you could say, hey, here's some ideas for you. If Absolutely. Get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, email is always best. Um, I'm just stevieraff at gmail.com. That's always the easiest way to get a hold of me okay. um, and or, you know, reaching out through you. That's great as well. But I'm always happy to help. It's, you know, my first love is new construction. And so I, I love it. And it's a huge passion of mine. And so I'm happy to help anybody, you know, that's interested in, in being able to provide value for builders in their market. Well, and I will say if anybody's listening and you're thinking about getting a coach and you want to get a coach to go down the builder side, uh, Stevie does coach with us at Windermere Coaching. So you would be a good resource if I said, hey, I want to start doing this. You might, totally. you might be a good option for people. To yeah, work. I would love that. And you coach well about beyond builder too. So just resell as well. Um, and then um, any, any, uh, any last words that you can think of uh, for our listeners? I think the only other thing that we really didn't touch on was just having a presence. Um, I will say that if a builder meets you and is even remotely interested in, hey, you know, I met this real estate agent, they're going to Google you. So really, you know, how impactful your presence is online, on social media is super important as well. Um, it's not a terrible idea to have some new construction um, information on your website via landing pages or anything like that that maybe can be linked to. Um, just to show that you've got the experience and that it is, you know, is where you're working, even if it's not currently um, where you're working, but where you want to be working, right? Like dress for the job you want kind right. of thing. So well, I think that's like always a little bit of uh, reverse engineering, right? Before I actually get in front of the builder, let's do all the homework and make sure that we have a good image and a good presence, if you will, because we know as soon as we open that door, most likely they're going to be looking to say, and if we're competing, right? Uh, do you ever go look to see if you have competition, what they're doing and what it looks like? Absolutely. And being knowledgeable about what their competition is and what they're doing. Um, sometimes I'll even show up with a drone video of one of their spec homes. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, it's, it's totally up to you on how much you want to wow, but I recommend going in uh, with your big game and I think it'll pay off. Uh, one question I do have, I don't know if you do this or not, but um, I know we do this with uh, listing agents we look at stats, list to sell ratios and things of that nature. Is there data like that that you use with builders? There is. And so I actually do a monthly newsletter that I use to nurture my builder clients or builders, uh, builders that I'm kind of prospecting and that I want to work with. And so I do pull um, out of my MLS specifically new construction stats. So I'm going to be pulling starts. I'm going to be pulling, you know, permits that were pulled. Um, I'm going to be pulling new construction sales versus resale and that kind of stuff for sure. So just so they can see that you're, your fingers on the pulse and then kind of how you're doing and what you've been doing in that world. Well, and I think it really tailors to them too, because I mean, you look at the demographic of most of the agents out there are primarily putting out, you know, market information in regards to resale. So what builders want to see is that specific information just for new construction. So I do a separate newsletter to nurture them and I make sure that it's very, very tailored. And then I also, you know, in that newsletter will mention new communities, um, uh, things like, you know, that other builders are doing, and it's just a really valuable piece for them. So that can be a really good way to put your face out there and start kind of nurturing some of those relationships with some valuable information. And for those of you listening, if I'm sure if you wanted to see Stevie's newsletter, what she does, stevierapp at gmail.com, just reach out to her. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'd love to share. So. Well, hey, Stevie, I'm so grateful for you being on the podcast today. I want to thank you. Uh, great knowledge. And uh, listeners, if you want to pick her brain, please reach out to her uh, with any questions that you have. If this is something you're aspiring to do is work more with builders, she definitely has some insight as to how to do that. And I just want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you found what we do uh, helpful, please feel free to give us a rating. Also, please feel free to share this. And uh, I just want to thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to our podcast today. And we always end these like we always do. Number one, saying thank you to Stevie. Thank you so much. Thanks, Michael. And we'll also say to everyone, hey, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day. just want to thank you for listening to Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. If you found our content helpful, please feel free to share it. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.